You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Episode of what comes next, Cinema Geekly's NXT companion podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline back talking more NXT on the WWE Network. Uh, so, real quick, like I had actually completely forgotten about this until you messaged me and said, uh, "Not a lot of wrestling on the show this week," and that reminded yeah. me. It's like you're right. There was a lot of build up for the Takeover show, and then I remembered that Takeover is this Saturday. It is. It's this weekend. I had forgot. Like, that's what happens when you're, like, backed into a corner and then you have to rush things. I had almost yep. forgotten the show was happening. Your crowd forgets. I've never, for- I never, I can't remember the last time I forgot, like, a takeover was on the horizon. I'm always I looking know. forward to them constantly. And this one, I feel like I haven't had enough time to get in the No, mood. it feels like they've, they're, they're taking, like, they can't set up all these matches in three weeks, but my God, are they trying? They are trying real hard. <laughs> Sometimes too hard. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to it. Uh, first, let's quickly recap what happened on NXT UK this week. Uh, Nothing. No, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> not much. You weren't far off. Uh, Travis Banks won a match against Joseph Connors uh, in the final qualifying match for their number one contender four-way. Uh, and Travis Banks got a promo afterwards. The match was not impressive. Uh, Noam Dar and Mark Andrews had their rematch from their double uh, injury-ending match that they had a few months ago. Okay. So they had their rematch, and this was actually one of the best things on the show. Uh, I believe it. Their match was going okay, and then Noam Dar looked to have gotten hurt again. Ooh. Except he was faking it what like he did, did he do a good job faking it he did a pretty good job of faking it and okay. tricked poor mark andrews and he fell for it because mark andrews is a good guy and noam dar yeah. essentially cheated to win well and then he, he ain't cheating you ain't trying and then he danced around on his on his supposedly injured leg to show us how not injured it was okay uh, well BC's not injured for like a fifth time now. That is hasn't tr- even injured a lot. <laughs> he has been injured a lot, so I'm glad this. That's yeah. why I bought it a little bit. And I'm like, oh man, did he really get hurt again? <laughs> this guy's going to be on the quarantine list. <laughs> yes. Um, Rhea Ripley had a promo where she called out Piper Niven. Uh, of course. Nina Samuels had a promo where she talked about facing Tony Storm for the women's championship next week, which she will do. The main event saw um, saw Walter successfully retain his UK championship against Pete Dunne. It was a really good match, but it was not on the level of the takeover match. And uh, that was for a reason because this, it really wasn't meant to be. This was, they were aiming to have a good match, but a match that also duly served as 
a uh, setup. Yeah, a setup, a story setup. Because yeah. Pete Dunn looked like he was about to get the win when Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner interfered on Walter's behalf. And post victory, <laughs> they are now a group. It's the Axis Powers. It is. They I really all, want them to adopt that name, but I know they're not going to. I really don't think they're going to do that. But, like, come on. It is just so fitting. <laughs> um, next week's show is uh, headlined by Tony Storm defending her championship against Nina Samuels in a match that I cannot say I am particularly looking forward to. But I hope it ends up being better than my expectations. Low expectations. Yep. Can't hey, be disappointed. No, that's, that is true. Um... So, uh, NXT proper. This is episode yes. 507. So many episodes. Lots of them. Uh, how did this, did this start with Undisputed Era coming out? I believe it did, right? Yes. Uh, oh, so William, uh, well, I guess it really started with William Regal saying that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at TakeOver 25, there will be a four team, apparently it is a ladder match. To determine the yeah. new NXT Tag Team Champions, Forgotten Sons, Street Profits, Lurkin and Birch, and Fish and O'Reilly. What happens if members of two different teams climb the ladders and one of each gets the belt? So I've always wanted this to kind of happen just because, like, <laughs> what what do you do? My my gut feeling would be, like, those two men have to be a team now. Yes. Like, I would, so, that would be a great story. Like you know if Oni Lorcan and Kyle O'Reilly get the belt. I was going to say Bobby Fish and Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> what a team. Tell me that wouldn't be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what a team that would be. I'm trying to picture that in my head now. Like what I that want this like. to happen. <laughs> oh, we'd have to come up with a good team name for them. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not sure. I don't know yet. But... Yeah. but I think they'd be great together. <laughs> Jacqueline is pairing them up. I am. I am. She's she's this I have, Cinema Geekly's matchmaker. It's true. I have storylines for days. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say head to Tumblr, but I don't think that's a thing anymore, right? Like that's where everybody would go to do their uh, like their their fanfic for wrestling. So I, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, it's, it's oh Tumblr yeah, Tumblr. Yeah. Not head to Tumblr, like head to toe. Never no. mind. <laughs> <laughs> Mo moving on with the program. <laughs> um, so, Undisputed Era, they come out to the ring for a promo. Uh, Adam Cole dispels the rumors about the group's future. They're stronger than ever, Jacqueline. Sorry to say. I don't think so. She thinks it's a, a lie, that it's a ruse, that maybe deep down inside it's not all happy as it seems false sense of security guys i mean look if you've got to come out to dispel the rumors in the first place you know why why not let actions speak louder than words adam cole right uh he <laughs> vowed uh he vowed as he often does that they would soon all be wearing gold and the first step is o'reilly and fish regaining the tag team titles uh and then he says next is cole defeating johnny gargano for the championship this was a cue for johnny gargano to come out, uh, and once again, uh, Cole and Gargano uh, argue about how two out of three falls matches work. Yes. Uh, it's quite fun, actually, to watch it. Yes. I do enjoy Johnny Gargano explaining math. Yes. He had I do. really simple math as well. Yeah, yeah. Talking about how really? two is greater than one. 
like baby fractions. Yes, yes. I enjoy this. But I he, love um, the I love the setup though that Adam Cole got the first fall because mm-hmm. then as a jerk he can be like, but I was the first one to win, and if yep. it was like not a two out of three falls match, I would have it would have been me. Yes, it also would have been a much longer match. Yes, but to that end, Adam Cole um, and Johnny Gargano fighting on the mic, like I could listen to that for a while. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're they're pretty back. Quippy. Their rapport is is excellent mm-hmm. uh, yeah. well this battle of words only really served as a distraction for Matt Riddle to sneak into the ring uh, and uh, Johnny Gargano joined in on the attack uh, as Riddle was getting some revenge for the, the bloody flip flop incident uh, a week prior and his feet seem to be fine right now absolutely so we're not really sure what <laughs> happened there uh, and and really, just really quick, because didn't he come in from the crowd? Yes. And he was barefoot. That's nasty. Where are some shoes? <laughs> he was indeed. Who knows? Who knows how well they clean those floors in full sale? We have no idea. We don't know, but... Maybe they're going to have to start doing a better job. On. Yeah, maybe they'll just have yeah. to start doing a better job. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so, Undisputed Era, they hightailed it, and uh, the good guys did the classic bit where they kind of bump into each other back to back and then square off. And cause they're still hot headed from this fight. And then they're like, they realize they're on the same team. They have a fist bump. They're allies in this war against uh, the undisputed era. It's true. Uh, Kathy Kelly is backstage with her, uh, her production crew team. They're going to mm-hmm. Mr. Regal's office uh, and they capture the undisputed era looking like, uh, Upset teenage this, I would say upset teenagers leaving the principal's office. They that looked like they explains been... that explains them so well, just like in general. That yeah. is who they are. They're just kids. <laughs> They're just arrogant yeah. kids. Um, they are. Regal has informed uh, Kathy Kelly that he is disciplined on disputed era. Part of that was making a Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong match for Takeover Twenty Five. Like, not for nothing. If you're going to discipline them, you bench them. Mm-hmm. Riddle, we need to work on this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also announced that uh, the main event tonight would be Matt Riddle teaming with Johnny Gargano against Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. That finally, Jacqueline, led us to our first match. Mansoor and Sean Maluta. I was quite surprised when these two gents came out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, what bigger star is Mansoor going to face? And I'm like, oh, he's not. And Mansoor is probably going to win this star. match. Yeah, he is the star <laughs> in this match. I'm like, okay, well, let's see what happens here. Uh, the match did not go very long. And no. Mansoor won with uh, kind of like a reverse suplex thing. Uh, this was mm-hmm. kind of just here to set up his finisher. Like, hey, this guy has a finisher. And when he hits it, he'll win matches. And that's what happened yep. here. This was not much to write home about. No. Nope. It was fine. I'm glad Mansoor has a W in his column, though. Mm-hmm. It's about time. Uh, North American champion, the Velveteen Dream, was doing an in-ring promo uh, when he was interrupted by Tyler Breeze, NXT alumni. Yeah. Crowd reacted really well to Tyler Breeze as well. Uh, the crowds love Tyler Breeze. Yes. Uh, they feel like he has been vastly underappreciated on the main roster, and he has. He's in that group with a lot of NXT past NXT yep. wrestlers who 
tons of fans saw something in them and then they saw all of that disappear when they went to the main roster and that has them fuming because they know that there's something there. Um, Before we go on, though, can we talk about Tyler Breeze's Muppet suit? No, his, yes, his big, fuzzy, (laughs) two-toned, yes. That had lapels. (laughs) (laughs) That sparkled. Where? Who is the cos- Who is his costume designer? I have they no idea. Award- that person deserves awards. Yes, uh, both of these gentlemen were were dressed fantastically, but in completely different ways. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Dream. Uh, so, Dream is cutting his promo. Tyler Breeze interrupts him, and uh Bree says that since he's left NXT things have gotten dull. He's he's insinuating that Velveteen Dream is a Tyler Breeze knockoff. He's like a Kmart Tyler Breeze or something along those lines. Those uh, are fighting words. They are indeed, especially to Velveteen Dream. He responded by saying NXT fans wanted a real man, not a boy. Uh he also got in a, lame. He also got in a dig about Breeze playing cops and robbers on the main roster. Uh, mm-hmm. and says that uh, just because Breeze can't cut it on Mondays and Tuesdays doesn't mean he deserves a title shot, according to the Dream. Uh, but basically, yeah, they kind of go back and forth a little bit. Uh, Breeze is like, you know, backs off, and he's like, okay, 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 we've had our fun. How about we take a selfie together? And uh, he does, but then when he does that, he, like, nails Velveteen Dream. Uh, right. Drops him with a punch and left him laying. Uh and in the back, Kathy interviewed Breeze, and uh, he called himself an NXT OG, and uh, apparently that stands for original guy. Nope. Or gangsta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if you can say gangsta on WWE TV, so maybe it just means original guy. Um, but uh, yeah, we would find out that that match would get turned into a match on the TakeOver show. I think it could be fun. It could be. I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit because we, with the takeover show coming up, um, you know, we'll run through the card real quick and sort of give the previews. Yeah. Yeah, I do have some thoughts on this though. So yeah. Two two out of our three matches, the next one happened here. Candice LeRae and Reyna Gonzalez. Uh, This also not very long. It was okay. Candace looked pretty okay and hit her springboard moonsault and mm-hmm. got the win. But really, again, not much to write home about. Yeah. What I did like about it, though, is that it's like um, Reina Gonzalez has so much height on Candace. Oh, so yeah, I think it showed gigantic. off. So it showed off her, like, spryness really well, yeah. I thought. Yeah. So, they, they did kind yeah. of like a Davy versus Goliath match a little bit where she's got to yeah. chop down the giant right which and when you because when she's with like Casey Catanzaro or like Born and Bougie like they're all kind of the same mm-hmm. build and height so I think she needed like a a different looking opponent or a yes. different type of opponent um and I I I liked it I think better than you did um a little bit more anyway mm-hmm. but you're right it wasn't like like if this was the main event I would have been real disappointed yeah <laughs> Um, I, I actually really, I, what I really enjoyed was the post-match actually. So yes. Candace gets her win and then Shayna Baszler and the horsewomen come out 
and surround her. Uh, and they want to do like the old three on one. Uh, mm-hmm. and while, and this is just when this is just beginning, Io Shirai runs down, but wielding a kendo stick, uh, she- like a Singapore cane. Yeah. <laughs> she came in here and she laid it into these girls. Yeah. It sounded real painful. She was breaking this thing on them. Now, yeah. I would like to note for people who were maybe uninitiated or unaware, um, I've heard so many wrestler interviews where they talk about being hit with various weapons over the years. And time and time again, the one that keeps coming up as like, you don't think it's painful because it looks like it's got so much wobbly give to it is like the right. kendo sticks. And they're like, nope, that is one of the things that hurts the most to get it like, It's like whipping you with bamboo. Yeah. It's actually much harder and thicker than you think it is. And it's I much heavier it. than you think. And she was breaking this thing on the horsewoman's bodies, uh, just <laughs> killing these girls. If and nothing else, it shows that the horsewomen are tough as nails. Yes, uh, but they knew when to leave, and they escaped, and Io looked tough as hell standing there in her leather jacket and this broken stick that she'd busted over these other women's bodies. <laughs> uh, this got me, like, really amped up for that match. I'm like, this is going to be good. I think it's going to be a very good match. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. So uh, that takes us to the main event, Fish and O'Reilly. And Johnny Gargano and Matt Riddle, they had a really good match. They uh, did. I enjoyed this a ton. They had uh, a lot of great back and forth, a lot of great counters. Uh, crowd was going really crazy, which is sometimes tough to do in the small building. And after they've seen a bunch of stuff already, uh, it's difficult to get them into matches sometimes. But boy, they were really into this one near the end. They were. Um, so. Uh, the end of the match saw uh, Adam Cole come out seemingly to interfere, but Johnny uh, met him on the outside with a suicide dive, uh, which kind of ended up being the red herring because uh, mm-hmm. it wasn't Cole who was doing the interfering. It was Roderick Strong who jumped the guardrail to attack Matt Riddle uh, and a softened Riddle essentially fell victim to the uh, the high-low from Fish and O'Reilly. And uh, they pinned Matt Riddle to win the match. And then after the match, they continued to beat up on uh, Johnny Gargano. And Adam Cole hit him with the last shot. And uh, Undisputed Era stood tall as the show closed. Yep, they are. They're creating their own reign of terror. And they don't even have anything to reign over. No. (laughs) Uh, So uh, thoughts on on the main event? I thought it was great. Um... Um, I, I love Matt Riddle so much. He's very quickly becoming like one of my favorites um, in the ring. I think what he does is quite different, um, and I like it in like a good way. Um, and I thought this was really interesting. I Bobby, um, yeah, Bobby Fish just makes me laugh every time I see him, which probably isn't. <laughs> is it what the he mustache? Is it the mustache and the eye? Like it's for me. It's, it's the mustache about... and the eyebrow combination. Yes. Like, he, ha- he he has, like, the snidely whiplash mustache, and he does, like, the one eyebrow, like, the cocked eyebrow, and you're just like, I don't take this guy seriously. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like the rest of them. What is happening? He looks like a villain in a 1940s movie. The fish, um, the fish stash. Yeah, but um, but I thought it was really good, and I thought it was a really good setup for TakeOver. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so 
let's let's uh, we'll we'll play the the grapple game real quick because there's only uh, three three matches uh, this okay. week using the grapple app. Uh, I don't think this will be too hard, Jacqueline. But what no. do you what do you wager the top rated match was from this episode? The um the head the the headline the Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly the main event indeed it was main event not the headline that's a concert <laughs> would you like to take a stab at its uh, at the score out of a out of a possible five out of a possible five four point two uh kind they actually I liked it more than the people on Grapple oh. they gave it a three point it rounded out to a three point four eight. Oh, that's low. Yeah, I I went. I think this match deserved better. I went almost four. Uh, yeah, yeah, I score. could say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lowest rated match. Mansoor. So it is not just Mansoor what? barely beat out Candice and Reyna. I disagree with that. I also well, I think I rated both matches the same. But uh, would you like to guess at what Candice and Reyna got? Oh. I I feel bad. Yeah. One nine. Oh, one point eight. I was so close. So close. Uh, but I went I went just a little over two for both of those matches. I mean, I thought they were I thought they were okay, okay. but you know there wasn't much to them. <clears throat> no, and as they're setting up for takeover, they're they're just gonna have a bunch of these random matches, yeah. which I feel bad because I think Candice deserves better. I I agree. I mean, they're giving her wins, so that's something at least. Yeah. Um, all right, before we talk about uh, the TakeOver card real quick, let me sneak in that quick plug for ThinkGeek. CinemaGeekly.com slash ThinkGeek, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, once again, our disclaimer that there is really no wrestling geekery over there on ThinkGeek, but uh, pretty sure you will find something uh, that interests yeah, yeah. you. Uh, over at Think Geek Lane, cinemageekly.com uh, slash thinkgeek. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, the TakeOver 25. It's happening this Saturday, everybody, so that means, yes, uh, our, next, our next episode will be us, the bulk of that episode will be us reviewing that. Um, they're taking over Bridgeport, Connecticut, Jacqueline. Sounds fun. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, it sounds like the ticket sales are actually really good, and... Good. Something something I forget about because I've never lived on the East Coast like that. Apparently, Bridgeport is like really close to a lot of the other major hubs. It is. It's yeah. not. It's not far from New York or Massachusetts. Yeah, any of those places really. So it sounds like it'll probably be really close. Uh, its closeness will attract a lot of those fans. It'll probably be a good crowd, even. So yeah, I would think so. Um, People who didn't my... get to go to takeover the last takeover in New York, they can go to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about it. It's again, it's a takeover show, so there's five matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong. So this was sort of all of these are going to feel like they were put together really quickly. The only two that don't feel like that are the women's championship, women's championship. and the NXT championship are the only two matches that don't feel like they were very quickly put together. But the other three matches on this show felt like they were slapped together quick. Uh, So there's not much story here to this other than uh, Roderick Strong attacked Matt Riddle on behalf of Undisputed Era. And this has upset the bro. Uh, What, uh, what do you, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, Or any Ah. other thoughts you may have? 
I think, honestly, I think Roderick Strong's going to win this one because, spoiler from my other thoughts, I think he's going to be the only one from Undisputed Era to win. Mmm. Which could could sow some dissension. Right? If they all lose and Roderick's the one who wins? Yep. Hmm. It would be interesting for the storyline if that happened. Yes, that's actually good. Cause I'm, Thank you. I, my, brain, <laughs> my, my brain says Riddle. But you made a really good point. Thank you. What I do? <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'll just to be contrarian. I'll say Matt Riddle, so this way we're not all samey on all every match. But yeah, I like your idea better. I don't it's... want I don't want Matt Riddle to lose too much, but I kind of like the continuing to sow dissension thing. Yeah, uh, I like chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Velveteen Dream. Defending his North American Championship against Tyler Breeze. Out of all um, of the, out of all of the shoehorned in matches, this one feels the most shoehorned in, only because Tyler yeah, Breeze Tyler is not Breeze. a regular. Although maybe he's coming back. I mean, he would not be the first. Uh, Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane of Sanity have both gone to NXT UK and regular NXT respectively. So. Who, which uh, oh so, I mean so that's why I think it's going to be Tyler Breeze. So you're going to say Tyler is coming back in for a while, and he's yeah. going to win. Yep. For I mean, an undetermined period of time. I mean, I can see that too. Uh, it's not like the people running NXT don't know that this is how the fans feel about Tyler Breeze, and right. what better way than to. Put him on this show, let him show off and have a good match, and then win a title. And NXT is all about fan service. It is. They do a good job of it usually. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm a little I'm torn here too. I mean, look, I'm if I'm being 100 percent honest, I'm not particularly looking forward to this match. That's uh, fair. I think Tyler Breeze is good. Okay. But I don't think he's yeah. on the level. Like I have a differing opinion from most who think he is really good. Uh, mm -hmm. And I have always found him to just be good. I don't know if it's just like the character that while he's wrestling with that character, that might be holding him back a little bit because he's trying to wrestle in a way that fits with the character. That's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's not working with me as well. I don't know. It's hard to say, but uh, I've never thought he was bad, but I can never honestly say I was really looking forward to a Tyler breeze match. So that's I'm, I'm not, uh, I've got this thing with Velveteen Dream, though, where I have a constant thing where I'm like, oh, I'm not really looking forward to a Velveteen Dream match that much. But then his matches always surprise me. End up, yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually I'll have to get over this and realize I should start really looking forward to Velveteen Dream matches. But both of these guys in the ring together, it's just striking a chord with me. It's like, eh, this might be the weakest match on the show. But we will see. Uh I really don't know. I'm, you know what? I'm going to say Tyler Breeze with you. I'm going to go out on the go out on the limb. The there you go. The limb and say they're going to surprise us. Uh, one what match is that is guaranteed to have a new champion crowned in it is the tag team yeah. ladder match: Lorcan and Birch, the Street Profits, the Undisputed Era, and the Fortunate Sons. Uh, that's their name now, everybody. Uh, the Fortunate Sons. Much better. <laughs> unfortunate. The Unfortunate Sons. That think, makes more sense, yes. I think that should be their name for sure. Uh, ladder match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championship. 
Uh, I think this match is going to be really good. I know the the Forgotten Sons are incredibly bland at times, and at their best, they are serviceable. But with all They're, of these other a, teams, they have showy teams in there. Yep, with ladders, so they can do uh, they can do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is going to end up being really good. I hope so. Do the Street Profits win win it here, Jacqueline, or do? Uh, or, or does like uh, undisputed era win and Street Profits chase them for the titles? So my, you know my feeling on this. Obviously, I think it's Street Profits' time. Mm-hmm. They should be winning this one. I think they should get a run. I was really impressed with them the last few times I've seen them. They've gotten so good. Like when I see mm-hmm. them at live shows and everything, they have like, I don't know, their run as the Evolve champs. I think just put them on a different level. Yeah, I, and I'm, I think it's their time. I'm actually really excited to see what they could do. Uh, yeah. I've been really impressed. I would be okay. I'm going to make them my pick as well. It wouldn't surprise me if they go with the more tried and true tradition of uh, having like uh, Undisputed Era win and then Street Profits chase them. I mean, that could still be a good story, but I'd be okay with Street Profits just winning it here. That could be a good story, but I wouldn't. I Oh, oh, go ahead. As long, you know what? It really is one of those things. I think it's going to be one of the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorcan and Birch, I think, would be good, but yes. I feel like aren't I feel like they're going to try and make a run. Weren't they trying to make a run for the UK? Uh, they titles? they did, and they actually they got their match, and then they didn't win. So oh well, who knows? I think they're going to pull double duty. Honestly, yeah. I think they're going to have them go back and forth. So um, I think it's going to be either Undisputed Era or Street Profits, but I lean more towards Street Profits. I would be okay with Lorcan and Birch as well. I think we're essentially agreed that anyone but Forgotten Sons. Yeah. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Shayna Baszler defending here NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai. Uh, I expect this to be really good. Their feud has been kind of bubbling under the surface a little bit. It hasn't been particularly out front, but there's definitely enough uh, story there. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, pretty much. Shayna Baszler defending here NXT Women's Championship against Io Shirai. Uh, I expect this to be really good. Their feud has been kind of bubbling under the surface a little bit. It hasn't been particularly out front, but there's definitely enough uh, story there. there. It's kind of... Mm-hmm. It's kind of been going since she showed up in NXT. Uh, There's always been, like, some hints of it here and there because she's been helping out Kyrie when Kyrie was going after Shayna. And then, of course, this all really got set up when uh, EO pinned Shayna in a match. And Mm -hmm. since then, Shayna has been attacking her backstage. And uh, EO has started fighting back. I expect this to be pretty good. And I also expect EO to win the title here. I think... Shayna's time. I mean, I don't. You know, I know you don't want her to go up, but yeah, but they're going to move all these people up eventually. mm, mm, So what pains me though is that I agree with you, (laughs) but you do like Eo, so that helps. uh, But Shayna is my girl, and I don't want her to lose. But I think, I think if her as a bad guy, Mm. like on a revenge mission, is going to be a better story to tell leading up to a bigger takeover mm-hmm. that's or if my, it, that's my or if they want to move her up uh, Becky's fighting 
like Lacey Evans right now. Like they could use a shot of adrenaline. They're not. They can't move her up. I know because you'd never see her. <laughs> they can't move. Like they just can't do that. That's how I'd it is so with. Sad. That's how it is with Ricochet now. Like I just hear. I listen to the podcast covering Aww. Raw and SmackDown, and I just hear Ricochet's name, and it's like oh, I remember when I watched Ricochet. I love Ricochet. Uh, main event. No, Johnny- I'm sad. Sorry. <laughs> main event. Well, this this will make me happy. Johnny Gargano defending the NXT Championship against Adam Cole. Uh, I expect another great match. I don't know if they will um, reach the heights of their critically acclaimed match from the last takeover, but mm, I would agree. They've got it in them if they if they want to try for it. Uh, that's for sure. Even if this doesn't reach the heights of that match, this will still be really good. It'll be a very good match. Um, my only hope is that it's not like a 40-minute match. Yeah. I mean, that last one was pretty long. It was. Maybe so, maybe it goes that long? I don't know. but I'm thinking like 20. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually good with 20. 25 is pretty good for me. I stop uh, losing interest after that. It, it, it For me, it really depends on the... I mean, it really just depends on the match and who's in it. Like I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen forty-five minute matches. I've seen sixty-minute matches where I didn't get bored. I've, I and I've mm-hmm. seen some where I did. Um, right. You know, it really, it really just most depends. I. Um, but I think Johnny Gargano retains. Do you? Okay, so I think he might retain as well, but I can also see Adam Cole because there's only. You can only, you know, have Adam Cole fail so many times before, like, you know, that's it. He's a failure. Yeah, I just think Johnny Gargano hasn't had it for that long. I agree. And granted, he lost the North American Championship really fast, but Mm -hmm. I think they need him on top just a little longer. No, I agree. Uh, I think it would be good to do that. Um, I think you just get, you know, you got to walk that tightrope. You don't want to do too much damage to a guy. Um, you know, you got to be you got to be a little smart about it. They, for the most part, they are. So, you know, and that's why I think at the end, Roderick Strong is going to be the only one to win. And then he's going to try and console Adam Cole, and Adam Cole is going to get so mad he beats him up, and then Adam Cole leaves Undisputed Era. Ooh. Wrote the ending. You said, and uh, this is really this is Jacqueline's real ending. Like she wants Adam Cole <laughs> to split from the group. She I do. Wants him to yeah. be his own thing. Yep. I think he would be a very, I think he's strong. I think he would be very strong by himself as a single competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're not, they need to use him like that. Yeah. And I think this is his vehicle to be launched like that. Maybe in a few months they get back together, but I think he needs to try it out on his own for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Jacqueline's picking Johnny Gargano. So am I. Uh <laughs> I think you got to be careful with Adam Cole. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins, but um, I expect that Johnny Gargano will probably retain here. But who knows? Uh, it's it's hard to say. Stranger for sure. things have happened. Yeah, <laughs> I, one of the things I like so much about NXT is that when I predict things, I'm generally happy no matter how it turns out anyway, because they do a good job of handling everything. Except uh, for the forgotten stuff. Well, okay, yes. There is one thing that they could do that would be like, ooh, that's a misfire. Big misfire. Yes. yes. Uh, 
So we shall see. I mean, they, they do have them. I was pretty critical about last week's episode as well. So uh, there is stuff for TV this week. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I think they're having the Kushida Drew Gulak match. And Bianca Belair and Mia, Mia Yim. Yim, yes, are going to be on the show. Uh, but that will not be the main focus of our uh, our next podcast. So uh, I guess it's time to take off and we'll have to get ready. I'll have to set a reminder on my phone uh, for takeover on Saturday so I don't forget about it. Uh, so, yeah, I guess it's time to get in, get into big show gear and remember that there's actually one happening. Uh, so head yeah. on over to the website. Uh, you can check out the archives of the show. Uh, and you can also find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT. Hit subscribe, and uh, that way you can hear us come back next time and talk about uh, the fallout from NXT TakeOver 25.